Welcome to the Mindset Artistry Podcast. This is Amanda DeWoe, a self-authenticity, prosperity life coach and actor or actress per your reference. And I'm Janelle Kowalski, a career and mindset coach and an actor as well. We're your hosts and we're here to flip your mindset to teach you the artistry of what we learned to keep your mind in check. Over the course of our lives, we've taken on the journey of healing living and being authentically ourselves as we successfully build our individual careers. This podcast is designed for you so you can discover your goals and courageously reach them at your highest potential while being a hundred thousand percent yourself. What you'll get from us is real, dirty, and a little, well, more like a lot of quirky. (laughs) Along with empathy, edge, and a safe space that holds hashtag no judgment. If you're ready to build a mindset that is unapologetically you and excel beyond the stars, you're in the right place. We're so excited to have you here. Now, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram as we post content daily and provide helpful tips that you don't necessarily get with the podcast. You also get to dive in deeper into our lives, personal stories, and get involved in the conversation. DM us if you have any questions and if you're ready to dive into the life that you desire, book that consultation today. Let's dive in. Hashtag just say. Today, I want to talk about the importance of reassessing ourselves, diving into the things that we are not doing, the things that we are doing, and the importance of how it is fostering our actions or inactions, our mood, our the way we interact with ourselves and people. And so... As you think about the importance of reassessing, this means sitting down with you and asking the hard-hitting questions of, am I doing the things that I want to do as far as my acting career or my career in general or my self-care? Have I committed to my self-care because I am too exhausted? I'm always tired. I, um, I have bags under my eyes. I'm not eating healthy. I'm not stimulating my, my mind or I'm not putting work in for my career as an actor and, you know, I'm feeling guilty about that, or I'm not in a healthy relationship with my partner and I'm at and and overcompensating. And so the importance of sitting down and asking yourself, this is called self-interrogation, as I like to claim to be, it's like you have to sit down as if you're in an interrogation room and be like that person across the table and going, so where were you on Monday at 2 p.m.? April 2nd. And you're like, uh, and it's like, well, why didn't I commit to my career? Well, I got too comfortable with, with living in the routine of, of life and getting lost in the day job instead of reconnecting with my passion. And so before I dive into a bit more about reassessing the self, now tell me a bit about where your mindset is on self interrogation or some people like to put put it as self-evaluation it's the only way you're going to get anywhere (laughs) that's how I feel about it that's the only change because so many people and we are having so many workshops and courses coming up trying to help you through this there's no judgment but really if you don't pay attention to yourself that's how you get lost that's like how did I go so many days without doing this how did I go so many days without doing that and so it's so important and then I'm (laughs) trying to focus more on the positive as well. And I've had my clients more and more as well as myself um, ask, what have I done that went well? What did I do that went well? 
what happened that month or every month, if we're talking about the year that I did book that job or I showed up for self-care for three days in a row and things like that too. So interrogation (laughs) is intense, but it's also a beautiful thing because it's just like, no, like it's also look at the good, like what's not working, but what, what did work and building on that. Yes. I love it. It's two sides of a coin as I like to say things, you know, Yes, there is the, the concept of diving into why you're not doing stuff, but also making space and discovering and, and pointing out that you have done so many things. Things are actually working out for you. Uh, remind yourself of the achievements that it can reignite you. Absolutely. It reignites you and reconnects you to your passion, to, as Janelle likes to say, your why. And so this is one, and thank you for dropping that because I was going to talk about that, Janelle. Um about you know the flip side of reassessing yourself and diving into this self-interrogation. But before we get into the, I guess, the celebratory aspect of self-interrogation, the necessity of self-interrogation is not to diminish you, not to make judgment. It's not to make you feel bad about the things that you're not doing, the things that you could be doing, the shoulds, the coulds, the woulds. The important aspect about that self-interrogation and reassessing yourself and and, and where you are in your life and where you want to go is that it helps you gain clarity. It helps you identify the things that aren't working and the things that are and where to put your focus. So for example, if, you know, before the strike happened and you felt like you weren't getting any auditions, um, you, um, yeah, you know, you spoke to your manager or you haven't spoken to him in a while and he reps, and you're like, I haven't gotten any additions in like three, four months. Oh my gosh. Instead of sitting around and waiting for it and, and being so harsh on yourself, you're going, okay, so what am I not doing there? That means there's something that there's a disconnect. And I recently had to go through this as well. And I had to go, oh, wait, am I connecting with my manager? Do they know I'm still alive? And sure enough, my manager thought I was in LA. And so kind of kept me off the books for about four or five months. And I didn't know that. And I kind of was going through life and that was on me, but I literally told him I was going on vacation for like in LA for like two, three weeks. And I could have sworn I, I emailed them and I guess it got lost in translation. And I was like, wow, it's been a while since I've had auditions for commercials. I haven't spoken to my, my agency in a while. I'm like, you know, I really got to get back on it. Like this is, there's a reason for it. You're not doing the work. And then when I reconnected with my, my agency, I just realized that I was put on the shelf like an elf on the shelf. And they stopped submitting me for work because they thought that I was out of pocket. They thought I was out of pocket. So it can be something as simple as a lack of a miscommunication, not a lack of communication, but a miscommunication. The, the dots are not connected. And so that is way, a way that you can self-interrogate going, all right, there's an issue here, a problem, a hiccup. What has contributed to that hiccup, that problem, that that challenge? And what can I do? What am I not doing that I can implement? Or where can I change or shift my energy and attention? And that's what happened with, you know, my agency. I reached out. I'm like, well, I really feel like as a person who's a creative and an artist, you should be connecting with your representation monthly. Monthly. If not every couple of weeks or every week. This should be a part of your regimen. This should part, they should be communicating with you as well. I know there's a lot of agencies that are busy, but regardless, there needs to be a consistent access to your representation because at the end of the day, you're a team. 
you know, you're working for them, they're working for you and vice versa. This is a collaboration. Uh, and before I, I move forward with this, Nell, do you have any examples of how when you've taken the time to self-evaluate or pause and look at the the small problem and how it fits into the bigger picture, what has shown for you, what has come up for you? Yeah, let me tell you something about myself, man. Yeah. There's something that... <laughs> something that is both beautiful but also can just get me down is like for whatever reason I do have this level of confidence when I have an idea I'm just like it's going to work like it's you have to be a little crazy to pursue modeling or acting or um really anything like that because like why 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 you why would you be successful right or even coaching you know like yeah we're going to start a podcast and it's going to go well. like why would we think that so it's really good that we do <laughs> Because it just shows that innovation and that commitment that we have to each other and our own personal careers and our own personal life. Great. But then what can happen is sometimes then I'll be like, if things aren't happening the way I expect them to, I'm like, oh, well, what's going on? Like, this should just be working. And I can get very clouded, um, which is why. I, <laughs> and we're not going to tell you anything we haven't struggled with. We're not going to coach you through anything that we actually haven't experienced. I think it's weird when people try to do that because I'm like, how are you even? I don't understand. You know, I had to make a system for myself. I had to like sit down and say, well, what am I not doing? Like, what can I con control? Am I being honest with myself? And a lot of people are afraid to be honest with themselves because then that means you have to show up. And then when you show up, maybe you will be successful and maybe you'll fail. And both of those seem to have an equal amount of weight, which is very fascinating to many people. It's just that risk, right? And so... I've had to learn to just be honest with myself and not not have the shame. I'm like, oh, Janelle, you're not doing it. I'm like, all right, let's be real. Like, whether it's like with budget, like a budget, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just gotta like look at the numbers, look at the facts. Oh, I'm not calling my agent. Okay, well then let me do that because I just want to <laughs> know that I've un like tried literally everything. And in a much healthier way now because you know I used to just like hustle, 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 hustle. Yes, money. Um, but it's, that's why it's so important to interrogate yourself, but just, you know, as a coming from a person that used to be so mean to herself and I'm still working on it, I used to have so much shame because I'm like, well, why didn't you do it? You know, that you really want this and, all that. and it's just not helpful, obviously. Um, so it is a balance. Yes. I love that. It is a balance. And here's the reality of the self-interrogation and reassessing your life and situation that you're in is that the blocks that are in the way are going to start coming to the surface and it's going to be a hard pill to swallow. And this is why it's very important again to reassess because unbeknownst to you, as we are subconscious, just like breathing and just like walking and our veins are flowing blood without us even thinking or telling it to do that. We will create a system in our mind, a belief system, our actions and everything that will become robotic and we don't even know we're doing it. And so we'll wonder and question, like, why am I reliving the same situation over and over again? Well, it's a pattern. Well, it's a limiting belief. It's a block. It's an unhealed wound. And so you're repeating these situations and purposely, but unbeknownst to you that you're actually doing it. And so when you start self-interrogating, go, you know, it's so interesting that I find myself constantly in, um, or, I don't know, starting arguments with my partner. 
I constantly start arguments with my partner because, well, I feel comfortable with peace. I feel uncomfortable with love. Well, that can trigger and come from the an activation of you grew up in a chaotic environment as a child. So if you don't have that chaos or that uh, disturbance, it doesn't feel right. And that's an unhealthy behavior. That's an unhealthy block. That's an unhealthy belief system. And so that's one of the things that can come up into the surface. And this is, again, some hard things to swallow. But if you start sitting down with yourself and this self-interrogation is, you're going to ask yourself the questions. And if you don't know what questions to ask, always go to our Instagrams or our workshops or anything that we post. We always ask a hard-hitting question. We always ask, like today, I said, whose shadow are you living in? Your past, your present, or your futures? Because it's time to start stepping into the light. Because a lot of times we are stepping, we're, start, we're, we're stepping back into the shadows of the things rather than jumping into the light and, and our, our gifts and talents and the things that we're good at. Or we're afraid to let go of control because we're afraid that people are going to leave us or they're not going to value us or, you know, they, they won't stick around because I, I'm not serving them in the way that they need so they don't need me. Well, then that's not the person for you, whether it's a friend, colleague, a, a partner, Anybody. That's a hard pill to swallow because as a human being, we always, our ego comes into play. We want to control everything. I was just talking to a client about that. And that control came from self-validation. She didn't have that self-validation. She was actually looking for outside validation to self, to validate within. And so that was giving her a lack of control, but then also giving her control. Like she was overthinking to gain control and like, thinking about the scenario over and over and over and over again. And I can do this. I could have done that. I can, you know, and then you're thinking because you're trying to figure out how you can control the situation. And then there was also the validation of other people of going, well, uh, you know, um, you, yeah, you are who you are, but I don't accept that. So, but when I do, then it's okay. Like, like validating her choices. So there are many different scenarios that this self-validation or this self, excuse me, this self-interrogation and reassessment can create a space where you can heal and gain clarity of what is it in your system that is causing this hiccup, this disconnection, this jointment of your, where you want to go. And so again, you know, you would ask yourself, okay, how can I, if you're struggling a career, what can I do? And you can just keep asking yourself that question. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And what will happen is you'll start creatively putting the gears together mentally of solutions. If you start asking, what can I do in that sense versus why it's not working out for me, then what you're doing is you're flipping your brain to be in solution mode, to be in, re in resolution. You're looking for the solutions rather than the problems because problems will always come up. Hiccups will always come up. It's natural. But if you're constantly in that mindset of the trouble and the mishaps, then you're not going to see the solutions that are right in front of you or someone's telling you something. So this is, again, the importance of self-interrogation uh, uh, and reassessing situations and people and, and you specifically. What are you contributing to this situation that it keeps repeating? Or you're not getting to the next level. What's not being done? Which means you may have to level up, which means you may have to sacrifice certain things right now, like going out or, you know, taking yourself, going out and, and I don't know, um, 
fancy dinners or something like maybe taking that money and investing into a new skill towards your career. These are things that, that we have to sacrifice. So it's like sacrificing an old version of you that no longer serves your future, which means that mindset of like, oh, I'm only worth 50K. Well, if you think that you're only worth 50K, which is an old value, then you're not going to get to the 100, the 200 or the 500 because you're still going to think you're fit at 50. Are you an actor who has struggled to find a reader last minute? Adding on the pressures of the audition process and time is ticking, tick, 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 tick. You just want to concentrate on breaking down the script and getting that bold take. You've exhausted asking your mom, <clears throat> or a friend, or even your landlord. And the pressures of finding a good scene partner has become overwhelmingly pressured. Or maybe you booked your big dream gig role and no one is around to help you rehearse your lines? Well, not anymore, thanks to We Audition. We Audition is the ultimate video chat community designed by actors for actors. Say goodbye to those awkward rehearsals with your well intentioned family members. We Audition brings you a platform where you can audition, self tape, rehearse, and receive expert industry advice and meet casting directors all in one place. But wait, there is more. We Audition offers actors like yourself to be a reader and then get paid for doing it while helping your fellow actors. Join this thriving community of creatives today by visiting weaudition.com. Signing up, and don't forget to use our promo code MINDSET, M-I-N-D-S-E-T, to receive 25% off. Now, let's get back into this episode of Mindset Artistry. Yes. <laughs> Coach Amanda. No. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. And it made me think of something even in my own life where, if you, like you said, the 50K, 100K, like I didn't come from uh, any money. And my parents always kind of had a scarcity mindset. And, oh, it's easy for that person to say it because they have this, this, and this. And I grew up with that. So for me to make 100K, that was, um, you know, I, I got there and it was a lot of drive and kind of more focus, but then, you know, I want to level up and make more. I want to be able to give my brother things that he wants. And I hit a major wall and you know why, because it's like, why isn't this changing? But also, um, I was kind of granted the space to realize that I hadn't healed the wound. Mm. I was like, okay, I got there with grit and drive, which people watching, I, I know you out there, like you've done this too. But what we're talking about, this importance of evaluating and really asking the question, really interrogating yourself, really being honest, because you don't want to get to a certain point in your life and you just keep hit, hitting that wall. And, you know, luckily I have this space to do it, but you don't want to be in a spot where you don't. So that's why Amanda and I are saying it's just good to do it regularly. It'll sneak up on you. You're like, yeah, no, it's fine. And for me, it was like the rug really had to be pulled out from underneath me for me to really see it and, and deal with it. And it's it's such a pain in the ass to deal with stuff. We know it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're not judging you and avoiding it, but we always talk about this. If this is where you're at and you want your life to be over here, which is a completely different person, completely different experiences, all this stuff, you can't keep doing this. You can't keep having mm-hmm. these beliefs about yourself and your life. It's it's not going to work. It just doesn't match. So um, that's really what we're trying to encourage you to do here. Yeah, and it's about a shift. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's about the shift and the change. The change needs to happen. As like, you know, Albert Einstein says, you know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different results is the epitome of insanity. And it's the truth. If you are in a place and you like, oh, I want to be, you know, if I have financial freedom, but you're the still the same person with that limiting belief of like, I can't have financial freedom or like I'm aspiring for it, but I'm doubting myself and my capabilities, then you're not going to, you're not changing the version of you to align with that version that, that receives that financial freedom. That requires change. That requires self-evaluation and self-interrogation and reassessing your current circumstances, understanding where they link to your past circumstances, and then going, okay, what can I eliminate? What can I change? What can I let go of that's going to get me to the future, which requires change, which requires level up? And here's the thing, even though you've made, and this happened to me recently, I was like, oh, I healed this, this thing with relationships and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I got it. Now I understand as I was diving deeper into it, because I kept hitting a wall, I realized, I was like, oh, there's even a deeper root behind that root. There's a six feet root then that, that compared to that two, re- um, two feet root. I'm like, ah, okay. And so you're going to have to work through these until you get to the core of it as, uh, as a, a colleague of ours, the stuck point, the stuck place. And so this is, again, is so important to self-interrogate, to self-evaluate, whatever it is, reassess, sit down with yourself and ask those hard-hitting questions because if no one's going to do it for you, especially if you don't have anybody in your circle who's telling you, oh, I see the potential in you, you just got to do this, this, and this, or like, you know, you could be doing this, then you got to do it for yourself. you got to be the change that you want in your life, which means sitting down, asking those questions, putting in the work. And sometimes it's literally sitting in silence and letting your inner truth shine through the chaos. Your inner truth is so bogged, weighed down by the structure of society, our families, our friends, our partners, all the things, but our inner truth is waiting to be unshackled and released. And so in order to do that is that self-interrogation. Find out what are your values, what you find joyful, joy changes, what is your best look like, uh, learning something new. It's okay. It's okay to admit that you don't know it. It's absolutely Okay. Because by saying that you don't know it, which means it makes space to learn it and teach someone else. And so I hope that this resonates with you. I know we're kind of late on a, on a Tuesday, but, you know, as you approaching this week, just write down things that you're maybe not okay with in your life. I'm not saying bad and you hate, but just write it down. Because once you start writing it down, you'll start seeing it on paper in the black and white and going, oh, I'm not happy with my finances. Okay. And then you'll start making some, some lines to it and going, all right, well, what is that? What does financial freedom mean to me? Well, it means doing something that I enjoy. Okay. Well, what are your hobbies? And so you start literally like the tree and sprouting and all these things that you start recognizing the little trinkets and, and things that can go into releasing that burden of financial stagnant stagnation and stuck and stuck place to get to that financial freedom and financial freedom doesn't necessarily mean like i'm going to be the richest person in the world find out what the financial freedom is for you what does that look like being able to travel multiple times a year being able to just wake up on an afternoon on a, on a monday whatever that is that is your financial freedom that is your version of success so i want to thank everybody for joining us today for this discussion Hope this resonates with you. If not, send it forward. Send it to Thank you so you much know. for listening to this episode of Mindset Artistry. 
We hope you found our stories and tips motivating and helpful. Be sure to follow us here on Spotify for more episodes to help you master the art of your mindset.